Can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. I'm Raz, as you know, your keeper, and I'm joined tonight by the entire team. And boy, do we have a lot to cover. So let's just sort of jump right into it. But before we let the players start explaining all the craziness that is in store and we're going to run at them tonight, we just had a small little hitch hiccup where we had to do some chopping and we ended up losing the first couple minutes of this session just because the audio was really, really bad through the internet that night and we ended up having to do some restarts and things. So basically what it comes down to is the team did arrive in Poveglia, as I'm sure you know from last episode. Uh, Noemi was calmed down. And after the reveal of Davina's fate, John Schooley was able to do one of his mystical charm rolls and calm her down and get everybody sort of on the same page. They kind of had seen something lurking in the window, and it was one of Arturo's Il Familico, one of the guardians left on Poveglia, to keep an eye on Noemi. As this whole thing runs down and, and they finally convince her that they are an ally and not some demented group of individuals in strange clothing that don't even speak proper Italian, uh, the Il Familico witnessed the scene and fled presumably to warm other members of the guards and the warden um, himself, Dr. Malfucci, of what was occurring at Noemi's villa. And that's pretty much what we lost. So see, it wasn't much at all, but it was enough where we wanted to explain it. So we're going to pass it on over to the players and back to myself, of course, and prepare you for, yeah, what's going to be an intense round of fun. So we talk next time, folks. Okay, so yeah, she's she had this this rampaging look on her face, bathed the room in blood type thing, and now she's definitely calming down. Um, she's reasonable. She still has the anger, the grief, all these emotions playing on her face, but her ears have opened up and she's not seeing bright red like a bull, right? She's not ready to charge. She's pausing for that moment. So how do you present your offer? You know, we had a purpose in coming back here, but as it was happening, your friend here, your 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 lover, she was the one in the future that Arturo was still keeping imprisoned, um, which was gut wrenching to us to think that this that this lady has been imprisoned for centuries, and the process and the the, the mystical processes that she went through to send us back here, she spoke to us, she she spoke in our heads. And, and and gave us a choice to come back in the time when Arturo was needing to send us or to come here, a slightly different time. And, and we felt that that was the opportunity that we had, not only this thing that we seek from you, but also to, to give more purpose to this trip, to, to try and save her in some way, and uh, that you're the answer to, to both of those things. Our needs and her needs, and your needs. They're all intrinsically connected. You want the book? We need the book. Why? There are 
forces in the future that want to use it to, I guess I can't understand it, to possibly bring about the end of the world. It's a single artifact. It's an artifact amongst many that we're hunting with. The fact that you know that I have this item in my possession and that you're able to bring me my beloved and I am aware that there are forces of magic in this universe and in this world that can do terrible and great things gives credence to what you say to me. To defeat my brother will not be easy with the ill familico that I had created and he stole from me and has risen more of their kind. It will be difficult for us to get even down to the docks to engage him should we choose to do so on this island. The main problem will be that while he is absent, there is another uh, Dr. Mafuchi, the mind behind the Il Familico, the, the greatest of them. I think with him is how, with the creation of him, this is how he was able to wrestle their con- the control of the original six from him. He controls the El Familica? On this island, when Arturo is not present, yes. Do you know where he is? He should be down by the burning pits in a home somewhere near that area, but I have never ventured down to find him. I am not allowed far from here. They herd me back in, they keep me close, I am allowed this home, and occasionally Arturo will bring me fresh blood. One of the reasons that he rounds up young children and people who are not sick, he sends them here to keep me fed because the council of the Giovanni elders has demanded that I be kept alive. Catherine, you had something to say? All I was going to say is, oh, a brain behind the El Familico? We can, you know, potentially divert or take out many of them potentially let's go freaking kill this guy if you are able to kill Malfucci, then until arturo arrives the il familico will be inert they should if he's his death will cause them to shut down until another master drives them forward yes see if does he does he share a mind with them uh, in other words, um, when he comes to the island, will he know what they know? If they have seen us here, will he know when he arrives? Or do they not share one mind? It would be a great strain on one mind to handle all of these beings unless it was dialed to that specific purpose. My brother has many concerns, many thoughts. Mafuchi is the, the way... I would think his magic uh, works from my brother would be totally intent on keeping the Familico in line and moving where he needs them to move. Shut him down and Arturo would have a hard time keeping all of them going. Especially if he was engaged in a fight or, you know, some emergency. And and he wouldn't be able to then hem you in, so to speak. He, he wouldn't be able to control you then. You'd be free to move about the island and seek your vengeance upon your brother. Would you be willing to do that? Would you be willing to help us kill your brother? My reasons Again. to want to kill my brother, and she points to the box, go even beyond this. I am supposed to be the rightful leader of the clan, and well, he's done many, many terrible things to me. This, this is the final insult. 
I will be more than glad to fight Arturo and try to destroy him, but he is a tough and dangerous opponent. It would take everything that I have, if not more. I could be Count destroyed in the process. Countess, can would you please beg my pardon? I, I need to talk with my cohorts for for a moment, just just privately. Would you would you excuse us for just a moment? She yeah. Everybody, give me a psych roll. That is a forty-seven for me, which is a regular success. Okay. I didn't get it. Okay. No. Rolled a twenty-six. I also made it. You are unsure at the moment. Her. She keeps staring down at Davina, right? She mm -hmm. keeps staring down at the box. Several of you get this thought in your head that you're not sure what she's going to do with her, but you need her alive, right? Like, if she attempts to put her out of her misery, if she threw her in the fire, if she did anything crazy because mm -hmm. she doesn't want to see her like this, and she's a vampire, death to her doesn't have the same ring. But that is beyond punishment. Somebody... Faye, whoever made the role, Catherine, one of you should at least keep an eye over your shoulder on her because she's still unstable. She's listening. She's lis she's hearing plans. She's you know she can do that, but she is by no means okay. So just can, keep an eye oh, on her. John John made his role as well. Yeah, absolutely. Can, can he go and put his hand on her shoulder? Noticing and say, you know, kind of look down at Davina and look to her and say, perhaps we can find a way to restore her. There is hope. Kind of like touching a wolf. That's that. That gives her a little bit of hope. I mean, the the sounds coming out of the box are, you know, when you come upon a child whose mother has been killed by a stray bullet in the you know in some part of town and then it's just this hopelessness it's that it's that mournful bail uh beyond the law the banshee on the moors it, this is davina's can see her up there she's down there folded into this cubicle or box or trunk and is just whimpering and it's driving noemi not like you can see that's not keeping her hinged. That's making it worse. But you you tell her, listen, we got here. Magic happens. Maybe there's something we can do. Faye? Um, I was just going to say, you know, Faye seeing this, she's also a little bit concerned that Noemi might do something a little rash. So I'll keep an eye on her because I have a really high dex. So if I have to act quickly, I can. All right, so, John, yeah, you, you break off with the team. So, in a quick huddle, you know, hushed tones, basically what we're talking about is not having a lot of interaction with Arturo. Like, we're going to see him, and we're going to kill him. And we have this letter. Now, we had talked about holding on to the letter until we felt like we needed it, but... Oh, so you're saying this might be the decider. Give the letter to Noemi. There may be information that helps her. There may be information that clarifies something. There may be information that affects these plans who has the letter? Do I have the letter? Or did, Catherine, do you have the letter? I don't remember. Whoever has the one. bag, so it was in the bag. It was in the bag. Uh, I've got the meds. I'd have the. I have the bag. Who has the bag? Okay, it was, I, I figured it was either you or me because of the meds. If you Anyways. think that now is the right time to unveil the letter, then I mean, it's either stay. it's either it stays it stays sealed or we give it to her. Which keeping right. it sealed might not I, be a bad idea either. We we talked about you know I'm. 
I don't claim to be the tactics person here, but let's say somebody walks out with the letter, hands it to Arturo or shows him, all of a sudden, Miss Angry back there pops out of the woods, rips his head off. I mean, I'm happy with that. I'm not mad. I guess my only concern would be that um, she pops out of the woods, but not to kill him, but to say like, oh, so it was a lie the whole time. You're befriending him. That would be my fear is that she's because mis- she's oh, not we'd exactly. Explain that. She's we'd explain the plan. At this point. Like we wouldn't just. That, that does open, I mean, Arturo's going to see us and be like, who are these people on this island? What's going yeah. on? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking there's more to gain from opening, the, from having her look at the letter and finding out what's in the letter at this point since. You know, we've moved towards, I think, a, a, a plan of of attack and surprise. We've sort of abandoned the whole befriend and trick. I'm I'm hoping it it goes further along, uh, building more goodwill too. Aveline, what's your thoughts? I'm all for her opening the letter because Arturo, in his head, would probably send information back saying, "This is how Noemi is gonna." use this info against you or here's how you stay in power for longer. So if Noemi has this info, she can be, Oh, that's how he tricks me. That's how he kills me. Now I know how to avoid it. And she'll be firmly in our, on our side. Mm, I'm I'm, I'm cool with that too. I was just presenting an alternative. Absolutely. Cause I in, okay. Team mom in a perfect world, guys, I don't want any of us to lift a finger. Okay, um, somebody um, kills Mafuchi. I know, I know. But Miss Angry, if we just unleash that, the, the power of a woman angry is a terrible and fierce thing. I would know. I don't want any of us to die today. So, oh, I say give her the letter. See what it says. Let's go. Okay. For it. All right, Laura. Here's a here's a last a final point on this. Is I don't recall us telling her we were from the future. We just did. John just told her. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. this would prove that, I guess, and that, you know, that we were... Yeah, I mean, I, I, if you want me to present it, I can present it. Okay. That's fine. Let's go through that. Sid, All right. Sid All right. go so on. Then, um, uh, I, I sort of, uh, sort of opened open the bag and, and, um, and then looked to her and... and um, my lady, Noemi, in, in our time, we were tasked by your brother to come back and do you harm, to kill you for some reason that he deemed was necessary. And he said that if we did this, we would then have this book that we needed. It was a favor that he required. He had given us a letter that we were supposed to take to him so that when we came into the past, he would know that he had actually sent us. So I have this now, and I I think it would be best served both to explain who we are for you to believe us fully and for you to see maybe what he was going to glean from this letter to help us in our task. Would you like it? She holds out her hand. I take the letter and I sort of bow a little bit yeah. as I hand it to her respectfully and, and hand it over to her. She looks at the, the envelope. She looks at the seal on the back. Obviously, the envelope looks a lot different than what she's used to, which lends credence to what you're saying. Papermakers yeah. in Venice had a certain feel, certain look. This looks like, um, you know, a more of a mass-produced paper mill type envelope uh, from 1930s. So she's kind of looking at that. She takes a fingernail, which is fairly good length and sharp, slashes it, breaks the wax seal, 
pulls the letter out and begins reading it and just begins to laugh. Just chuckles. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't it, like that. It, is it not useful, my lady? No, it says, this is exactly who Arturo is. She throws the letter on the ground. It seems that in about three centuries, I tire of this place and I attack my brother and one of his young protégés at the festival of St. Gastaldo at that church, pin him in and nearly kill him. And he is warning himself in this leather to make sure I'm not able to do that by eliminating me now. So good call on giving her the letter. It would have worked either way, but now you've Excellent. you've locked in this trust. I, yeah, this idea that who would write that? I mean, there's not even a Saint Gastaldo out there yet, uh, especially as a church. The saints' miracles don't occur until the 1500s. So she's just reading this like, but that's something Arturo would do: eliminate the problem before it happens. He's a yep. he always moves first. If he has any this is the pattern you're seeing in his personality. If he has any thought that someone has betrayed him, move first. Like, don't wait. You can always say, I'm sorry, but you can't, you know, can't fix dead, you know, permanently dead. So, yeah, she's she's pretty, she's on your side. She's buying the fact that this all adds up. It's too many, in, too many weird things to the story. Now, you want to lock that in. All Catherine would have to do is talk to the box and describe a little bit of the ritual and see if Davina says those words make sense. Those are words of power she would have used. So you can take, if you tell me you do that for time's sake, we'll say that, you know, Catherine spends a few minutes sharing what she remembers from where, the time she wore the suit to bring you back here, you know, several days ago. I was trying personally, I was trying to avoid mentioning wearing this woman. Mm hmm. Well, no, you aided her in the ritual. Oh. Yeah. You can say that. If we it that phrase way. it that way. Yeah. And no that, worries. um, okay. And I'm also going to add, and to get us back to our time after we complete what, we're, what we've set out to do, which is kill Arturo and retrieve this book, right. free you from this island, we will need Lady Davina's help once more. And, and the church I, I will need to be standing... Out of, out of character was uh, I, I I'm I don't recall what was our means of getting back. I, it, her. it wasn't like a set thing. Her. Or we, her. It was we Davina. It was Davina. If we had oh. sided with Arturo, he would have gotten her out of the church where he hit her, and then did the ritual as is. But because we took the box, brought it to Noemi, we now have to basically oh, say we have to use your girlfriend in this way. Otherwise, we can't go home. In the letter, John, uh, and for listeners at home, it actually says. I've sent them to you through the bitch in the box. And should you allow them to come back, use the same method. So, Catch yeah. Should you allow them? Nice. Oh, absolutely. Keep your options open. I mean, he's... Yeah. So, Countess Noemi is on our side. Yes. The, 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 the ill familico at the window that left, I assume he's... Uh, in the so, he's obviously en route to tell others. Mm -hmm. That Mafuchi guy. Who needs to go? Somebody well, has to. I think this is possibly is a job for the most stealthy individual in our group. Well, she, as you're getting yourselves organized 
putting, you know, gun, pulling guns out of the bag, doing whatever you're doing if they're not on you. Noemi picks the box up and brings it over to a table and very tenderly, very lovingly drapes Davina into a chair, puts a pillow so that her head is at least up a little like this. And she looks like the gingerbread man, kind of, <laughs> you know. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, any gingerbread man, you know, just sort of. Unfor- Hers is a softer gingerbread, so it moves and molds. Uh, but yeah. It's undercooked. You've overworked the gluten. Right. It's-, <laughs> it's now it's just not working. <laughs> oh my oh. God. We are talking about a person here, people. I'm talking about baked goods. (laughs) And I'm talking about gingerbread. (laughs) So she does that. So, okay, so the the team's concept here is to get out ahead of the game and potentially what? Uh, Potentially to to have, I think the best method is to have someone, and it seems to me that it would be Aveline, to find this doctor and take this doctor out while while we give all... I guess, indicators that we're here so no one knows that we've left. Okay. To use stealth as our side, to use the the abilities of the reflection well, that she's already demonstrated. They may... Would they would they possibly attack her? We almost be in a position of having to um, like protect her in a way. I mean, obviously she doesn't need so much protection, but, you know, they're not unstoppable. Leaving her here on her own... The circumstances, she might be in danger. Who's the pronoun? Who's she? Uh, I'm sorry, the countess. Noemi. Um, right. She, oh, her. I was. Maybe we let Baveline out the back door and make a ruckus in here and hold a defensible position. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, that was basically what I was thinking. Look at us on the same brain once again. This is. A, I don't like this idea, but you know. Aveline, hey. how do you feel about this idea? Yeah, um... She has been kind of nominated, huh? (laughs) Yeah, she's hearing Sid and Catherine kind of do this little dance, and although she's not usually one to beat a dead horse, her pettiness is coming out a little bit of like, oh, this is okay? I I can do my job and help you guys when you need it? Help everyone, including you and the world. I I know, but she's just just a little, a little, like... I'm making it sound more petty. She's just like, mm. so. Well, if, it, if it's I an ego stroke that you need, love, we can give you an ego stroke. I mean. It's not a matter of ego stroking. It's just. Fantastic. I I've get, seen some amazing people in my time. Uh, well, I swear, the Crimson Scarf pushes them all. I'm not the Crimson Scarf. I'm the Reflection. He's a has been. Yeah, he had his time. He's a has been. Two but, decades ago. Where were you? But she, are you okay going out? Like, is that something that you're all right with? It doesn't leave me feeling warm and fuzzy to do this, Aveline. But um, neither. Anybody else would mean the Ilfamilico would notice eventually that there is two people missing, or three people missing. If just one is gone, therefore they may be more inclined to believe that I am in hiding, I have taken shelter somewhere, or cowering, but two is too much. And I can definitely sneak away easier if I'm alone so I don't have to worry about someone on my back. The only thing is you have to keep their attention. So make as much noise, make, a, make them angry if you can. I don't even know if they have emotions, but just keep them occupied. So therefore, any one of them will be drawn away so I have a better chance of doing this task. Would setting fire to this 
to this island work? Could, could we just burn the whole thing? No. There's no. not enough. No. Trying to burn fresh cheese takes a fresh tree. We could start a fire. Yeah. We could kill a few of them. I mean, we could start that. that Faye, what's, what's your thought? I was just going to say, if you need noise, baby, I'm from Brooklyn. Noise is my second language. I can... Well, Noemi, Noemi has a vampiric hearing, right? So she definitely is picking up on what you're saying. She turns and says, the more of them Mafuchi has to focus on, the easier he should be to kill. So if we can draw them here and not kill too many, his control will be very thin. So you all have to occupy them. Long enough for me to get in. Find and, him. And, and find him. him. Can, can they come inside here? Can they oh. come inside or are we safe in here? No, they can move about the island as necessary. Do you, We can barricade. We'll barricade whatever we have to. We'll grab. We probably shouldn't use our guns. Are there like swords or anything that we can use here? Like I can smack a couple of them if I need to. Uh, yeah, there's probably somewhere there's codes of coats of arms and things that would, uh, be able to offer you some sort of weaponry. Listen, Uh, you're not going to stand there and let them stab you, but the more you can leave alive, the more Mafuchi has to deal with. Uh, As they're overwhelming the, 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 the the, villa. (laughs) Yeah. As they're overwhelming the barricades or what have you, then we shoot one or two, you know, and then. They kind of back off maybe a little bit and then come again. We can use our guns. There's no reason why we can't. No, I'm saying, like, you know, conserve our ammo as much as we can. That's why I'm saying not to use the guns. Yeah. Okay. Can I I make a suggestion? Sure. Of course. Aveline turns to her, turns to Noemi, I mean, and she's like, can the Elfamilico climb well? No better than a regular man. Not going on the roof. I'm not saying go on the roof, but if you want to make sure that they will keep their attention on you, you need to leave at least a few points of entry. So I recommend high windows or low windows if you want to have the high ground on the second floor. But you have to give them enough points of entry to feel that they can win and they can get inside, but enough closed off so you can protect yourself. But if they can climb, they can come in through the high windows. This turns into this turns into classic zombie concepts, right? Because you're using a pocket of people as bait while one person is going out there trying to destroy the source of the contamination, which is Dr. Mafuchi. So, yeah, the giving, giving the Il Familico or Mafuchi ideas that they are at least there is a chance to win. I see where Kayla is coming from to Aveline's point. That's not a bad idea. You know, that keeps anything you can do to keep their attention. So right now, uh, Arturo's due in about three hours. She says the Il Familica will probably be back within minutes because the one ran away and it's already been, you know, five, ten minutes since they left. So, Aveline, if you're going, it's now now or never. Like, you need to get into a hustle. Then she quickly turns to them, tells them the same thing I just said. And, mm-hmm. like, I would recommend the high ground... Barricade those windows and doors. Lock the front door. But then once they start coming in, bottleneck them on the stairs. That's a plan you guys can use. You figure it out as she's getting ready to leave. Good plan. Noemi, you know, wishes you luck. Says, normally he can be found near the sick and the dying. 
So the burning pits tend to be where he stays. But, you know, that's a that's a real hunch because I've never been that far down. And he's only ever made his way out here a few times. But if I, thinking like him, I would say he wouldn't sit in the forest doing nothing. He would be moving around where there's activity. That's what he's there for is to control them. So I would check further down by where Arturo would be. She says, do not engage Arturo alone. Obviously, don't do that. So, obviously, obviously not. I will run for the hills <laughs> if I can good. run that fast. Yeah, she she also says to everybody, we should know if she's successful but, yeah. because yep. they'll stop. Right, then Abilene go. And what we'll do is we will we'll barricade the very obvious points because we want to make we want to make it look like we know what we're doing, but maybe leave window that's a little forgotten or that maybe we wouldn't think of at first open or at least unbarricaded mm-hmm. as a point of entry but one of us should stay there and watch it so that we can alert the others we should definitely move Davina into a safer place in the house probably upstairs in a room that locks because if something happens to her we're stuck here correct plus so, it's like we don't need like poor Davina shouldn't see this we also should have furniture by the stairs upstairs so that when they do get in we can push the furniture down and maybe take out a few but also block the stairs as well look at you fun fact uh listeners mel has an intense fear of zombies and has in fact (laughs) planned for the apocalypse (laughs) that is that is so true it is my it is my dumbest fear but yes so I'm going to volunteer to stay downstairs, not because I don't think that I'm not trying to sacrifice myself. I'm just saying that if they do get in, I'm the quickest. I can climb if need be. I can jump and I can also headbutt any of them that come anywhere near me. So you're like the priest in James Woods vampires. You're going down the elevator (laughs) to run out into the hallway to drag them back and jump up through the elevator. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, good. Aveline's last words before she departs and she's happy with that they have an idea what to do. Remember, some of them or all of them may be able to cast a stunning spell on you. It hurts and you will be paralyzed. Look out for each other. And she makes her way out. Oh. Okay. Don't touch anyone. (laughs) It's a a play again. Okay, so... uh, That's Catherine for, I love you, please be careful. (laughs) Okay, guys, you got a couple minutes real quick. We don't want to just give me an overview. Are we doing the idea of lower level protected and make our way back our way up? Is that the whole idea of how the the retreat would be upstairs? Yeah, I think so. Main room is where the stair is, right? Yes. We're just barricading this main room and Mm -hmm. using the stair as our point of egress. Okay, and that's good for everybody? I'm cool with that. Leaving the fireplace burning? Definitely, yeah. Okay. Um, No, no, no. If we are not near to that fireplace, they could set fire to the whole house with us barricaded upstairs. Give me a psych roll, Catherine. No. Okay. So Catherine says, will they burn us? Do you think they would take over the house and try to burn it? Anybody thoughts? I don't think so. I mean, wouldn't that put, like, the rest of them in danger, too? Or... Well, if if they've got, like, a hive mind and aren't... But But they're what? They're undead. They're they're undead. undead. They, don't, they don't necessarily like fire, do they? Right. Mm-hmm. It's not oh. their favorite thing. Oh. Yeah. So you should be okay. I think we'll be okay. Fact, is there anything we can use as torches? Yeah. Ooh. There we go. Um, Let, let's yeah. make some of those. Okay. Let's put, I want to. Like, 
Can we get a pot? Is there like a giant pot, like a like a cauldron type? Ah, she's a vampire. She eat food. And this Damn house, it. this villa was made after it, so they did not include a regular kitchen. But there are vases and you know places all over where you could, you know, and plus the curtains and things. If you tie them and wrap them around, you know, the wood and dip them in a little bit of the lantern oil or whatever that's around the house. Because does yeah. she need light? No, but vampires are vain and they tend to like tradition. So she normally has lights lit, you know, maybe only one, but she does have some illumination. She doesn't sit there in the dark going, eh. Faye, you wanted to say something? We need to move Davina mm-hmm. to a more secure room, maybe a room with very small windows, if anything. She's not leaving Noemi's side. Noemi has the box. She's not going to put her down. Should we bring Noemi upstairs? Yeah, she'll go upstairs for a while if you want. I mean, she sits on the top of the stairs probably with the box beside her. Just to make sure if anything goes really bad, she can come running down. So those preparations go into effect. Over to Aveline. Aveline, you have a tracking skill, yes? That is correct, Keeper. I have a tracking skill. Okay, so using the map that the people at home cannot see, so we'll describe what we can. Poveglia is a small island only of about 10 acres. It has It is bisected by a small moat or channel that goes from north to south, splitting the island in theory uh, just not quite two because the one side that where the villa is is a little bit short, a little bit squatter and fatter, but the idea is it's basically 60-40. So the burning pits for the dead and the where the plague victims usually congregate are down here in this area. The burning pits, as you can see, are all the way here to the west. And the dock where Arturo would enter is there in the northwest. So Aveline, she had said that normally, if, if, if she had to make a guess, if she understood the logic, she would put him somewhere in this area. Is that where you head first? Yes, because it's the only lead I have to go on. Mm-hmm. And from what I remember from my scouting of the island, the left side was completely filled with like sick people, correct? The sick yeah. people congregate to the north and west of the house in an open field. The second part of the island, the, the further part, you've never even explored really. It's, it's, by, it's connected by a small bridge. And the Ilfamilico are all over that. So you parked oh, your I thought boat. Oh, I thought I w- looked over there when I was looking for the kids, but never mind. No, the kids were on the same part of the island as Noemi's uh, villa, on the mm-hmm. larger part of the island. All right, so yeah, like that's the lead I have to go off of. Okay. And I don't remember seeing any other buildings or such besides Noemi's home on this side. So, so what? Got how do you want to do it? Are you making a beeline and trying to use the trees and the shrubbery? that are naturally occurring on this island to hide and move? Are you thinking of going to one of, like, somewhat south towards the water's edge and follow the coastline? What would be your intention on, you know, getting across the island without without being seen? She would do the math in her head, but explain it to me for the viewers. How quickly could she get to the other side from Noemi's home if it was if there was no Ifamilico there, like running or being stealthy? Like, is it like a ten minute no, run no. or four, yeah. five minutes, three minutes? Okay, then she is going to take cover in the tree line mm-hmm. a couple 
dozen or so yards away from the home until she sees the Ilfamilicos start to gather, and then she'll sneak behind their lines and make a run for the that side of the island. All right, give me a stealth roll. Okay. All right, stealth is a 65. I have a regular success at 46. Oh, okay, good. Um, so here's what happens. You you do as you say. You made your way over to the uh, to some trees. You're you're there. You check your guns. You're kind of getting into your headspace for a second. You're looking left, looking right, because the, the, there's a moon out. But it's it's still. I mean, you're a human. You have human eyes. You have some illumination. You're able to move. But there's a lot of shadows cast. There's you know a lot of noise uh, that's to you just cries off in the distance. But there's still sound. But there is a light shining way off in the distance. It's this soft glow that seems to be able to be, you know, as you look through trees, you get a glimpse of this massive orange glow far off to the west. And through that orangey glow, every once in a while you can see, you know, something move in the trees. Within a few moments, all of a sudden you see one, two, three. Four, five of the Il Familico in a straight, perfect line, each about four feet apart, just making their way almost silently past you, heading back towards the villa. Just like a train with four, you know, four cars. Just walk. They just go right past almost with no sound. For someone who is fairly stealthy, who does this as, you know, professionally, to you, you're like, wow, like that's pretty damn quiet. Now you've made it your way behind some of them. Do you st- now proceed to go or do you want to give it a few more minutes? What's your thought? She remembers how many were outside the ring of the island. And in the back of her head, she's also knowing if there's too many of them, they'll be overrun. So she'd give it another three minutes. Okay. Three to five minutes uh-huh. just to make sure that like... The attention has now been diverted, so she'll that way she'll make her way to the house. Okay, so, so. you you sitting there, several more, one, two, three. They start moving past you. They seem to be coming in in small groups, um, making their way towards the villa, towards where you're hoping, and you can already start to hear noises from back from the villa, like crashing, like glass being smashed out. Things that you still think are defensive sounds. You know, booms and bangs as your friends try to draw their attention by pushing furniture over and making, you know, loud noises and slamming doors and whatever they can do to draw these guardians, wardens of the island towards them. You start, you're just about to move, just about to go out, and you stop for a second. Give me a luck roll. Okay, here's a question. Mm-hmm. I got a 68. Okay. That is eight points over my luck. Okay. I can't spend points you to get under 60 because to get luck. Yeah. No. So I got to push it. I got to push it. Okay. So you're going to push it. Remember the push, any fail is bad. Yeah, but I got a 68 and obviously I can't use my luck points to get it because otherwise I'd lose it. Yeah, you can't use luck to make luck, right? <sighs> okay, I have to push it. 27! That is a hard success. You're about to move, and you lean out, and you stop. And one of, from somewhere, you're not sure which group that had passed you, one of them is standing there, 
and his head is just looking. He's looking towards your bush, but periodically his head rotates all the way to the right, scans the bushes, and then all the way to the left, and then comes back, scans the bushes, and he hasn't moved. Like, now you're watching him for a moment, you're going, what the hell? He's perfectly still with the exception of rotating his head, and that long bird-like mask is just searching the tree row, making sure that nothing is there. Scanning this whole this whole left hand side, or I'm sorry, the right hand side of the island from his vantage point. What do you want to do? This isn't like those mobile games where it's his line of sight is to the left, so you can immediately sneak off to the right. <laughs> well, once he looks back to the villa, you can attempt to make you can attempt to make a move. I mean, you just have to give me a stealth roll. I mean, from what Noemi was saying, if one of them goes down, they're connected, so therefore they know something's up. That's what you remember. Then that's what you remember. And nobody can talk to me because they're in another realm. Of, they're okay. already they're already under siege back at the house. It's starting to make you no know, noises are right. happening, like I said. They're already, you know, starting to see some shit going on. Alright, I'm going to do what I do best. And because I, re- I believe that they are connected in the mind, and if one of them goes down, they're gonna know that somebody's amiss. I have to risk it and go stealth. Okay. So, stealth roll it is. Now you can burn luck if you need to. Okay. I did get a 33, however, no joke. That's fine. For 60. Yep, that is a... Hard success. Hard success. I believe that's a hard success. Yeah. 68, 34 would be a hard success. So, you you literally belly crawl, right? (laughs) Out from the shrub. He's looking towards the villa. You move, you know, away. And as you move away, you see his head stop. He takes four steps towards the bush, snaps his hands forward, flips the bush open like this, lets the bush go, takes the three steps back, and begins scanning again. You got away. You got a hard success. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good. So with that, you make your way pretty much unfound through the shrubberies till you get down close to the burning pit. Okay, back to the house. All right, so within moments after Aveline has fled, uh, boards are made. Everyone, you know, there's four of you. Everyone's frantically moved, you know, getting things ready. Guns have been checked and reloaded. Uh, torches are being made by the girls. They're, they're wrapping cloth and around it and smearing them with whatever oil they can find from some of Noemi's lamps. And uh, it doesn't take very long before one of you who's guarding one of the windows will say, John or Sid or whatever, looks out and says, you know, they're coming. Now, what everyone, as they rush to the window, what they see is they see lines, uh, several lines of the Il Familico, again, perfectly straight like Aveline had seen, you know, sort of like if they were hiding their numbers. You see one, but you know there's several moving behind them. And as they get to about 40 feet from the house, they stop. The lead stops, the ones behind them stop, and they all just fan out. And they you know, move, and it's almost like with a precision of a mechanical object, like a clockwork thing. They, the one waits, the next one goes so many feet, stops and turns and faces the house. And now, you know, across the front of the home and around the side, you see about 15 or 16 of these guys spreading out with another line coming off in the distance. Going to provoke them or going to wait? I don't know, Sid. What do you think? I think we wait. 
I think we, the best thing to do is sort of wait, right? I mean, we've barricaded ourselves in. We've barricaded the door. There's not much more we can do. We are the diversion. We, we make ourselves visible, though. They appear diverted enough. I don't want to tempt fate like this. Yeah, for and, someone and he, who usually likes to cause a ruckus, I'm going to sit down for a little bit and let them come to us. Any use of firearms or bullets are going to be short range. Short hits. Got it. Easier right. to hit. Them. Uh, then we, we, we need to hold on to the fire, too. Maybe use the fire on the stairs if they try to come up the stairs. So another f- three... F- you guys collect a, like, a, like a vase of oil, too? So yeah. you're making the doses with the oil, but you have like a like a container of the oil, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. you can have one. Yeah, we, we can have one. Ooh. On the stairs, what about once you're things, up. Yeah, what about things made uh, like wooden furniture that we can push onto the stairs? Mel had that. Was already, Mel, Mel's yeah, already... covered that, yep. Okay. okay. She's got. She has an upstairs. Um, so a lot of old European homes didn't actually have closets. They had armoires, and uh, you know, basically a room was a box, and then you would have some sort of a standing piece of furniture for clothing. It's very, very common, especially in Italy and stuff. So she's grabbed. You know, you guys grab one or two of the armoires and you stack them on their backs. You know, this way to make this big thing you can shove down the stairs should something come up. So that's all covered. Yeah, remember, we also probably collected like chairs and stuff yeah. that we could just like hurl at one or two if need be. Right. So, yeah. And you have a vampire. So it's, uh, yeah. I mean, upstairs is pretty safe at the moment. She's not going yeah. anywhere. And God forbid they make a play for Davina. She's going to go berserk and start whacking everybody yeah. she can. So, where are, where are we all standing in the Downstairs house right now? in the like, main room. Are so, we all downstairs? No. I wasn't going to be downstairs. I was going to yeah. be on the stairs. Okay, I thought I was going to be upstairs in one of the windows. One of the things that Aveline had asked for was as many visible people as possible so that they think everyone's inside, right? Yep. So Mafuchi right. sends as many people as he thinks he needs to. Yep. So I don't know how you want to okay. do that, Catherine. Okay. And we're I'm just... The windows. Yeah, so windows. I'm... We're at the windows. That's what I thought, but if people are telling me they don't want to stay there, that's fine. Just let me know what you're doing. Okay. Oh, the no, minute I figured start... that people would be upstairs at certain windows, and people would be downstairs. But there's nothing windows. we can see really from the windows upstairs. I mean, we could take pot shots, but then we're going to be wasting bullets. Okay, I was just wondering, like, uh, who was down? Because I was going to be downstairs. Like, I'm by one of the windows, so. I think, uh, yeah, I think that that downstairs. Then, Lauren. Sure. Catherine, stay close to me. I'll protect you. I... Mm, thanks. The the number of Il Familico now totals about 20. Oh, dear God. And as one, they all look, everyone to the right of the man in the, the, the one in the center, their bird masks extend and they look over, and the ones to the left look over at him, and then as one, they pull melee weapons of long long scalpels and sickles and scythes and axes, just hand axes, and they start marching. <laughs> They're coming for the house. Okay? They're coming all in one unit, just moving with purpose. They're not brandishing them. They're not trying to show fear, drive you in panic. This is efficiency. This is a mind controlling and doing exactly what it needs to do to move towards the house. March. Doom. And that's what's happening. They're they're almost in a, a bouncing. Their their robes have this flow to them, and their faces are bobbing as they come towards you. Faye. Um. So we see the one that they were all kind of focusing on, right? He's walking forward as well. 
Okay, He's not so... holding back. He looks just like the others. No difference in clothing. He's just... I, that may not be Mafuchi, but I still think we kill him first. That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. I want to keep an eye on him specifically because if they get too close and we need to start killing, I'm going to kill him first because in my head I'm thinking they're connected to him. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they all are one hive mind, but maybe they need one that's controlling all of them and if you take him out then it's going to cause confusion with the others so i'm keeping an eye on him works for me all right here we go oh dear god so they're at 20 feet and closing and moving again it's and it's not a rush it's a lumbering just this walk coming for the house anybody doing anything yet 20 feet well shitting myself but you know um, it's, it's like, it's like uh, Mel Gibson and Braveheart. Hold! <laughs> yeah, I, remember, we're not supposed to kill them. Well, we we're can't try kill, not them. To kill them. We kill so them. The all. best thing to do is to stay there as long as we think we can and then book it up the stairs, fling as much crap down the stairs as possible that we can light on fire. And as they, you know, as they get near the stairs, throw a torch onto the stairs and, and start that fire. I think we can kill some, right? Do whatever, you, yeah, whatever you got to do. You, yeah, you, no one, no one is going to want to stairs. die because of this. Um, question about the about the upstairs: mm-hmm. Is it one of those uh, those sort of Mediterranean types where the stairs come up and then there is this sort of exposed hallway with railing where you can look over into the main area, or is it just stairs and then closed hallway? Okay, so the stairs go, and then there is a small balcony area where you can look down the into balcony, the room right. below. And then it okay. goes left and right. You're going to be pretty much barricading everything on the right-hand side where you can shove it, you know, shove this furniture and stuff collected from the bedrooms. There's a sitting room and a, a balcony area that can be accessed off the left hallway, but you're coming in from the other side where the stairs make a natural, you know, egress into the into that rare, that space. So okay. if we have them bottlenecked on the stairway, there is a place that we can be standing above them yes. over a rail. To, right, to, to even do more them. damage, Just- yes. To kill, uh, kill a few of them, right? So from safety. Fifty. You know, um, then, then, then maybe, maybe we do hold and just work at holding the windows and the barricades as long as we can until they start overwhelming, yeah. and then we go up the stairs. Okay, Catherine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to speak to Davina. Davina's upstairs right. under, uh, sitting in her box beside Noemi. Okay. What did you want to say? You can shout it. Protection spells, maybe. Anything. Okay. She can't cast magic alone. That's not the time and place. Okay. Okay, last minute resort. Well, not maybe you can place. hold her. And wave her like know. a banner? Yeah, well, no, just wave her arms. You know, whatever. Is that, is that possible? Mm, no. I don't think so. Mm, no. This is not the time. Ten okay. feet. I don't want to die! <laughs> Ten feet, you bastard. Hey, go upstairs. Ten feet. Twelve feet. I think we need to book from the stairs now. That's that's close enough. Five yeah. feet. No, I think we. Ah! Five feet. I'm up. I'm up the stairs. I'm Since... running. I'm gone. I th- no. Okay, so let's do this in initiative order because I think people are really starting to go. It's time to get sweet feet. So sweet yeah. feet, I, people. <laughs> I know that Faye has a sixty-five, right? For Dex. Oh no, I'm yeah. eighty-five. Oh. 85. Oh, yeah. I Scale forgot. That's right. You're Cirque du Soleil. Right. Okay. <laughs> Sid, that was what's my your number? Uh, second career choice. Sid is a 40 dex. And John. So he will lumber upstairs. 
The John. boys are 40. Right. And Catherine? I'm 50, 55. Boys. Why is it ladies and then boys? Why? Why? Hmm. The boys. Look, I'm staying downstairs until they start pouring in because I'm quicker than them. You yes. maniac. Okay. No, look, it makes sense. If you guys push that oh. furniture down, if you guys push that furniture down the stairs, I can climb over it. I can get away from them very quickly. So I'm staying down here until I absolutely can't stay down here But anymore. the idea was to stop them from getting through the windows. Yeah. We're supposed to be holding them outside as long as possible, and then when they right. break the window, break the barricades, we all run upstairs, light the stairs on fire. I don't understand why we're all separating out, and I'm going to stay here and climb over chairs. and all. What exactly have we done to protect the windows? I you mean, barricades like in we're front barricading of it. everything. Yeah. You you know, armoires, you know, buffets moved in front of it, stuff piled on top of them. Yeah, you've done everything you, know? you can to create a... To like um, push them back as they're busting through. A makeshift we barricade. To, yeah. We need to make them... They're coming flat. for you, Bob. <laughs> Five What's feet. that? Okay. Just... We need to keep them at bay as long as possible. Okay. I think that Catherine should just go upstairs because if she's going to keep screaming, Faye's going to hit her. Look, the screaming's good. It keeps the Alpha Milico coming. Scream They're away, there. Catherine. Ah! All right. So. No! <laughs> you hear glass shattering. You... Now we're all at a window, right? Yeah, okay. there's still windows you can't cut. There's only four of you. So there's six okay. windows efficiently, and they're, and they're bigger, but that you've got them blocked. So the side, and, and, and these things have now... So when there's one that busted a piece of glass, you go over there with a broomstick and, like, push. You know, push it through the hole. Okay, so you leave, the one that, yeah, you leave the one that you're protecting better, and you can see hands are starting to weasel through, and they're starting to clutch. You bash or hit with whatever you got. Who has knives and other things? Anybody Sid's bring got that knives. Sid? Sid's got knives. Okay. Um, did, did we bring him? He, as far as uh, I knew, everybody brought everything. Yeah. I wanted okay. to... Well, so I have both of my guns. Yes. No, okay. we only. I'm not trying. We only brought one gun because that's all we had the room for. Was no, one it, gun. everybody it, was it, allowed it, to bring their weapons and one extra clip. So if you have two guns, you have two guns and one clip each. So okay. if you're I'm normally a one to... gun person, it's one gun and a clip. You're a double. Faye was a double. I mean, uh, Aveline. So yeah. So yeah, I yeah. have a shotgun. That I don't. I don't remember that saying that fit in that messenger bag. That, yeah, no, we didn't. Say, we like, didn't bring any rifles. It was right. just pistols. Okay, that's what it was. I had wanted to while this was while we were planning for this. Um, I had wanted to go around and like take a sword off the wall because. Yeah. Um, so I have that right. Uh, give me a d6 roll, okay. and divide it by two. I got it. I got a four, so that's two. So you found two swords. Oh, grand. Okay. So yes. Obviously, you can't wield them both. Who do you want to give the other one to? Anybody? Any takers? Um, roll. What do you roll to use the sword? I'm not there, but not Catherine. Why not me? <laughs> because you shot a man through a door. You are very trigger happy. Imagine you having a swing happy. Oh, That's a good thing. Yeah, there's a there's a skill for that. There's um. It's so roll. It would be your fight skill. Okay, so not dex. Mm-hmm. Alright, so my, my my fight or brawl isn't that bad. This is more just to like, you know I'm I'm using this to kind of like poke yeah, at them. You're doing like it as a defensive measure. Just, yeah. Yeah. Chop off fingers that are grasping for things, stuff like that. Exactly. And yeah. that starts right, to happen. So, yeah, so I will I, I gave the other sword to John okay. before this. So he has that. Alright. So, so those hands that were grasping through, yeah. you know, like chopping at fingers. 
slashing at hands. Every time you hit one, you know, like this, this, just this, you slicer, a digit comes off. You know, the there's blood coming down. They're reaching for you. Um, they grab onto your shirt for a second. Sid, you feel one actually pull onto you. You know, nearly grab your mustache, but it gets around your neck. You hit it with a, you know your sword uh, with your bl- a blade rather. It's just becoming this. So if everybody stepped back three feet, the arms would just be pushing in. But you're keeping the you're keeping it all under control. You're doing the best you can with it. What I want to do is I want to take the person. With the best strength, and I want you to make a roll for me. Mm, I, I'm sixty. I'm sixty-five. Strength's fifty. I think it might be me. Yeah. Okay. By, yeah Come on, close. Sid. Come on. Oh man. Ka-ba-ba-boom. Number two, baby. Number two. Yes. Okay. In the words yeah! of Mr. Cooney, that is a critical success, sir. <laughs> so, you you immediately someone screams the door. And the door is being pushed back. The barricades you've built in front of it, the whole thing, it's just inching its way. And you can see the beak mask of one of the peer in. And this eye just kind of look through the door. And, you know, the women are screaming and yelling. And Faye's like, Catherine, look out. And she backs away for a second. And Sid comes running, slides and throws his bulk into it you know, smashes it backwards and holds the door. His window has been freed up. So now there's three windows unattended. No, Noemi's upstairs. She's got Davina. Things are starting to happen. They're smashing through with axes, small hand hatchets. They're breaking stuff down. But you're doing an amazing job of holding on. Here's the way it's going to work. Everybody is going to hold up at the same time. You're going to show me hands, Okay. You're going to spend luck. The more luck you spend, the more time you give Aveline to track and find and kill Mafuchi. So if you're low on luck and you don't feel comfortable bidding it, you don't bid any. Just hold up a fist. But if you can afford it, you can each spend up to 10. That's how long you'll be able to hold the Ilfamilico off before they breach through the house into the house and make you go upstairs and do all the secondary things you're going to do. So, on a count of three, I'll give you a minute to think about it, you're going to hold up how many (coughs) luck you are going to spend off your total. And that will be how long the group, with their barricades in place and what you did, using the swords, can hold off the Il Familico. It'll also mean that every so many minutes, more arrive. So the more luck you spend the more commotion you're making for Mafuchi to send his soldiers. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we're going to go this way. On the count of three, everybody's going to hold up up to ten. But I need to see him, okay? One, two, three. For the next 30 minutes, the fighting oh. is intense, but the house holds. And you are able to draw... Another 15 Il Familico to the house. There are now 35 outside. By your estimation, this should be nearly the entirety of the Il Familico. You should have drawn at least... If there's any out there, it can only be a couple of stragglers. We go back over to Aveline for a moment. So Aveline, as you're moving, you're seeing more and more. It's taking you time, but you're, you've gotten to the other side of the forest, but you don't see anybody that looks different. 
you don't see Mafuchi like off the top of your head. Like you're looking, you're trying to see something that makes, you know, that would stand out to you to be this is the guy. This is who you're definitely seeking. But what you are noticing are is that your friends have done an amazing job because you pass a few, you wait, and you see them turn and start heading for the building. Whatever they're doing, whatever they've done, has caused enough commotion that there's only a few Il Familico left anywhere on the island, meaning you should be able to find Mufuchi much faster now because you're not just chasing down the wrong lead. If he stayed in this area, if he's still looking at waiting for Arturo, doing his normal routine with the plague pits, that he should be here and all of his guards are heading there. They did an amazing job at the barricades keeping as much of this contained as possible. But you also know there's a time limit. Not how long of 30 minutes, but you know that every minute you delay too much puts them in danger. Because you've got to find this guy, right? You've got to get him. So, let's make a tracking roll. Oh, no. That's, uh... That's a 90. Okay, it's not a critical fail, it's just a 90. So give me the roll of a d6. Six. Okay. You've lost six minutes of their time. For six minutes of the 31 minutes they can hold, you have been trying to track Mafuchi, and it was someone else you were tracking. You made a mistake. You got the wrong guy. Yep. Okay. So give me a tracking roll. Okay. One more time. Yes! 14! 14, roll a d6. Three. So they're down to 22 minutes until the Il Familico have the house on the lower level, and they're going to have to start really pushing for their luck. You don't know that. That's for the listeners at home, and it's 14b. You come out from the forest area, and you're getting closer to the this western part of the island where the, the water meets the actual shore. And there's the the glow, that orange glow you've been following, fo- you know, getting closer towards. And it's it's massive. The fire is burning. Wood has been thrown into it. That's what the trees on Poveglia are for, is to help fuel the fire at night. That's why a lot of the island on the far extension of the island has been cleared away. It's just they've been chopping these trees down nightly to build these fires and then soaking the bodies in chemicals so that they would burn hot. You see two Il Familico, and you see a, a, another one in red robes with a gold and black mask. And he's only about five foot four, and he's standing in front of the plague pits while the other two are throwing bodies in. There's a long, there's a bridge, a narrow bridge that's about 40 feet. No one is guarding it, but on the edge of the plague pit where the bodies are being disposed of, and there's a bunch of them there already you see what you believe to be Dr. Mafuchi. All right. Back to the house. Oh, man. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Stop. Fudge nuggets. <laughs> Everyone, fudge nuggets. So <laughs> back at the house, time is ticking. You have no idea where Aveline is, how long it's been taking. The, the barricades are holding. Sid's done a great job. You have a couple of minor hits and scrapes. Nothing that adds up to any real damage. Shirts have been torn a little bit. Uh, your nerves are getting shot. Uh, Noemi from upstairs has peeked her head down several times. She's like, are you holding? How long can you hold? And, you know, you're like, we're doing everything we can. I have a polite question. Go ahead. 
That is a vampire! Why is she sitting upstairs? This is her house! So, the whole idea here is, the more she gets hurt at this juncture, the weaker she will be to fight Arturo. If you uh. can do everything you can to keep her safe, better for the, the heavyweight slugging. You don't send a prize fighter in, you know, after working with, uh, fighting what's-his-name in Snatch, Brad Pitt's character. Oh, God, I can't remember the name of the character off the top of my head. But, um, Mickey. You, yeah, you don't send the guy to fight Mickey and then into the prize fight. Yeah, it's a stupid. You're just going to be wasting their talent. So the plan was to give her as much downtime as possible for the battle that is soon to come. And by my calculation, it's getting here quicker. So because and you're wait, you know, all this is wasting time for her to kill Mafuchi, but also for Arturo to arrive. So it's good. This is it, it, your plan so far is working. Okay, right? I'm just. I, I, I hear that logically, but in my head, it's like, <laughs> you're sitting upstairs. I hate you. Yeah, like, understood. This is not going well. Oh, I'm very me, upset. She's, she could come down here, but even if she went out there against 30 of them, there'd be no, she wouldn't survive. Take a window, bitch. Like. <laughs> take, <laughs> take. <laughs> no, I we, we're doing what we've got to do. I mean, she's do, she's doing her role. We're saving her to take on her brother so that while right. she's fighting him, then we can, you know, maybe try to shoot him and help in the process. Because we're not going to kill him on, a, on our own. It would be a okay. hard fight. We, Catherine doesn't need a pep talk right now. She's just, like, whining and, like, being very, like... She's scared whining. That's what this is. Okay. <laughs> like, All fear. All right. <laughs> like, immense fear. Yeah. One of the windows, uh, the side window on the southeast side of the house, that has already been smashed in, and that piece of furniture falls over. You had it really jimmied into place, um, and one of the Ifamilico is trying to push his way in. He's he's literally pulling himself in head first through the window. So this is your first breach at 20 minutes left. Whose uh, window is that? It, it's actually one of the ones on man. So closest, I would say, we'll go around the table clockwise. Uh, Sid's on the door, so John, it would be either. Uh, yeah, we'll say it's your window. So he's head first, kind of trying to come through, right? Arms and head, and he's pulling himself through. Um, that sounds like a good use of a round of ammunition to me. Okay. Um, I, I hurry over and pull my gun, and literally just put the muzzle of my of my pistol against his skull, and just. Push. So there's, coup de gras. Yeah, there's that's a coup de gras. Just go ahead and remove the. You'll have to just roll the damage. Nine plus. The two, so that's 11 damage. Okay. He goes limp in the door, uh, in the window. He, you know, he, matter, gray matter spurts out. His his mass, you know, takes the bullet and cracks a large piece of it off. He's lying in the window. And instantly you see three sets of hands pull him through. Pull the pull body loose. Yeah. Drop him mm -hmm. to the ground. And when his body goes, leaves the hole, I kind of take the you know, the material piled up around there and kind of try to shove it back, you know, um, in the void that uh, was left by his body being pulled back. Okay. We'll say you're busy. Go ahead and doing, doing that. Faye, you have a similar situation. Um, the, the China cabinet or piece of furniture that you put up there was more for storage than ever meant to withstand an abuse of the, this hacking abuse that they've done. They've punched through the back of it and one takes a wild swing at you. Doesn't have a lot of power behind it, uh, but they go. They do go ahead and attempt to hit you. Let them come. Let them come. What Not afraid of that? anything. 
There's one Brooklynite in 1349 that still draws blood. So, <laughs> yeah, that the act the the hatchet came through and paused for a moment, like it was hitting, hitting. It made this gap. Uh, you ran forward. Uh, go ahead and make me a dex check, but you're gonna need a hard success. Oh dear God! Here we go. She's got an amazing dex. What are you ordering? Yeah, my dex is 85, so I got a 40. So we're good. So the hatchet whips past your head, waiting for you to just, waiting for something to peer in front of that hole. He hits it. You go ahead and you shift the furniture, catching his arm for a second. It's pounding against the wall, uh, and then it slithers it back and kind of goes away. Uh, you see that John had pushed more furniture into the gap and is actually taking a piece of what almost appears to be like sofa structure, you know, heavy wood, and he's battering like one or two through the glass, Sid's locked up. He's doing his best Bruce Campbell impersonation from Army of Darkness, holding the door. Ah! <laughs> and he's still giving that yell. That's all going off. So it's this is just it's a cacophony of noise. You've definitely done everything you can. Um, minutes are start are pushing by. The assault stops. They're gone. They're stopping. Mm. Who wants to take a quick look outside? Me. Who? Thank yeah. you. Faye, through the hatchet hole, you kind of take an angle and you look outside and they're all just standing there. Weapons are comfortably in their hands. They're holding. There's one dead on the ground. You count real quickly. You're like, they're all, they're all, wait, there's a bunch missing. There's, you hear something upstairs break. And Noemi goes, they're coming up. I immediately run upstairs. Okay. How many people are now going to try to defend upstairs? I Who's think with this the time we all go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, we all run up for we run up for and then chuck this stuff down the stairs and set it on fire to block the, the stairs. Stage. That's the next stage. Okay. Yeah, so MH two. Apparently, there's some we have zombies. To to. Zombies out. Flying zombies. No, they. To I her know, point, yeah. Climbing climb. They're climbing up top of each other. Hey, did you see World War Z? <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they just figure it out. Scramblers. Yeah. Yeah, um, scrambling. Scrambles. Yeah. Scrambler. <laughs> okay, so everyone starts making their way upstairs, and Faye, you look and you're like, we gotta go, we gotta go. Catherine, you are the last one to move. You kind of... You're not sure what's going on. You, she says go. You see Sid kind of abandon the door. Cat, come on. Professor John starts moving. You look back out, and they're not moving yet for the front door, but as your friends hit the staircase and you start running, it doesn't take long. <laughs> Things are no. falling. The, the windows are being pushed in finally. They're, they, it was their ploy, right? Eventually, Mafuchi's like, okay, got to climb upstairs. Let's test it. They tested and you moved. Now they're going to try to come in through the bottom. And it's it's hands, it's masks and heads. They're looking at you. You guys are at the top of the stairs and you start dropping the furniture in. Uh, who takes their place? Who's going to throw the furniture and who's going to hold that small walkway of about 12 or 15 feet that uh, that kind of goes along the back wall of the house looking down into the great room below? Who wants to be on that duty and who wants to be chucking furniture? Well, this would have worked out ahead of time, just so you know. Yeah, of course. And it's oil first, before the furniture. Oil before yeah, the oil, furniture. Oil, 
Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. I think I think because I'm the strongest that perhaps I should do the flinging. Okay, so furniture yeah. for one. Everybody else is going to guard the balcony. I'm a good shot, so. Yep. I'm. I mean, John and I are proven pretty damn good shots. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also the weakest of the group. Faye? You're shooting oh. a handgun now, though, right? That's yeah, different not a than shotgun. A you're no, really I, good with shotgun, but you're I'm, not. I'm a, I'm a. I'm a 65 in handguns, guys. Oh, fantastic. Good job. Yeah, no, she's <laughs> capable. I, I'm a killer. I have two skills. <laughs> Faye, what's up? Um, I'm going to help Sid chuck furniture down so that we get it done quicker. Yep. Okay, so oh. oils, as Catherine comes running up, you know, Sid grabs her by the hand, pulls her up the last 10 stairs, didn't need it, just visually of, you know, come on, and... John and Faye pour the two vases of oil that they have left. You hear Noemi screaming from the other room. She's engaged. Like, she now she's got to defend herself, right? So she's in one of the rooms. She's not having a problem. It's only two of them coming in. But she's. you can hear her just cussing in Italian. It's just the sounds of, of tearing of skin and hammer blows. Just bodies getting thrown. Furniture getting smashed up. And that's all coming from a room down the hall. But she knows you're up there because, you know, she had seen you come up and then made for the one of the doors, one of the bedrooms. And she's like, just hold the stairs. And she, you know, all that fighting's going on. You've dropped the oil. You drop some of the furniture. The downstairs, they're coming. They're pouring in. Over to you, Aveline. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Aveline. Our keeper <laughs> is a sadistic man. <laughs> So, Aveline, you, you're watching this for a couple of minutes, and all of a sudden, you see, you see who you think Dr. Mafucci is as you're crawling your way ever closer to this long bridge, this 40-foot span uh, of wooden bridge. Like, sort of if you had to walk out on a wharf towards a, a, a boat or something, it, it leads to this burning pit. Uh, you see Mafucci turn, and he looks back in the direction of the house and he starts you know you can just see him kind of every once in a while his head twitches left sort of twitches right and you're wondering what's going on but the other two keep throwing the bodies into the plague fire much to your surprise Mafuchi starts crossing the bridge oh <laughs> yeah he's coming across the bridge back to the mainland okay if he's the minute he starts stepping away from them, I'm going to take cover and shoot him with my handgun. Okay. So I'm going right to do now, like a rain of bullets, basically, like make sure I hit him. <laughs> yeah. So right now, Mafuchi is about 25 feet from the end of the dock, heading for the main part of the, you know, the, the bulk of the island, the actual shore of the island. You have the sick and the dying off behind you to your far left. That's where they're lying in the fields. That's where the camp of the afflicted, as they're called, are over there. You are probably about, I'm going to say, 15 feet hidden from the edge of the pier where it meets the land. So your best shot is going to be when he's at the edge of the pier, if that's what you're trying to do. You don't want to, you're not engaging him in combat hand to hand. You want to try to hit him from there. But 15 feet is probably the closest you're going to get. Is that good uh, enough for you? How far away am I going to be from the two in the plague-burning bodies? So at 
best case scenario, they're going to be at least 45 feet away because they're throwing the bodies into the pit. So even say 50 feet. So it would take them two rounds of running at full speed to get to Mafuchi at the pier at the dock. Then if I miss shooting, I have a knife on me mm-hmm. and that's the way it's got to be. This is all you can that's all I'm expecting to get in this round, but let's do this. I'm going to try and shoot him while he's on the pier, take him out as quickly as I can and I've got uh I've got my 45s, so let's do this. Alrighty. People back at the house Roll me a d6. Uh, Sid. Okay. That's a three, Keeper. Alrighty. Okay, Aveline. Mafuchi gets to the end of the dock. He has stats and skills just like yourself. Your dex is a 65. Is that right? That is correct. No, okay. wait, my dex is a 60. My I'm dex sorry, is a 60. 60. My strength is a 65. He's standing there. His head starts to turn, and he, you think... Somehow he's looking in your direction. Time to make the shot if that's what you want to do. Do it. Okay, back so. to the house. So, ah! so Hey! So the bottom floor... Stop. The bottom floor is now has about 10 or 15 of these things in there. They're not approaching the stairs yet. They're gathering. They're helping their brothers and sisters in. They, you know, they're pulling them in through the window. Are you going to start shooting before they attempt the staircase? No. 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 We don't want to waste bullets. We don't want to waste bullets. Uh, Fire? We don't want to waste fire? Christ, man. We've got more countdown on it. We can... You've made it it look like Les Miserables. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's the students, it's the students' barricade. You should, this should slow them down quite a bit. You've been, you've had, you know, you've been doing it. What? But they're they're coming through the door. They're pulling through the window. How long? You're just gonna wait until they make their move. Is that the general idea? Yes. Because, yeah, I think, I think so. If you know they start to climb on top of each other, then we start shooting them. But yep. you know, okay. if they start pyramiding to get to the second floor. That's a whole different thing. You yeah, understood? Cheerleading <laughs> style. <laughs> we, we we can do a little uh, Evita Peron from the second floor. Don't Absolutely. Cry for me, Probeglia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is important now. Aveline, give me a roll of a d6 before we get back to you. I got a six. All right. Below you, all of you, they stand there and they begin to chant in Italian. At first, well, that, well that's a mind. That's a mind fuck right there. It's very soft. Kill them! They're good. They're spell casting you people. Shoot them. Catherine, so take the shot. Okay, fire somebody. (laughs) I have got a torch. I throw it down at them. Like you throw it at them, the stairs that has the oil and the furniture on it. What are you doing? Go in order. Faye, you're, are you, Faye has turned away. Faye, Faye has gone from babushka to the back mode. She's no longer facing the camera. Faye's out. I wish I could see this. (laughs) So Faye. Initiative-wise, you're the highest. Mm-hmm. You, are you holding? Are you? What are you doing? Faye's confused. Um, she would, as impulsive as she is, she doesn't think that just shooting willy-nilly right now and wasting ammo is a good idea, so she's holding. Okay. Catherine? But she's planting her feet to stand her ground. Oh, I'm sure her feet are firmly what? planted. 
Catherine? Oh, yeah. They're firmly planted. They're turning to stone. They're rotting off of her body. I don't know what's happening. They're spell casting. Um, let's. I have a torch, mm-hmm. and I'd like to lob something flammable at these fuckers. Okay. So they're standing in the great room. They're, I mean, there's now about 18 of them. Now 19. And ah! their voices are joining. You throw a f- just a torch down into the room. But there's no oil down there. I mean, some of it's pooled by the base of the stairs, but you're not going to catch anything unless you tell me you're aiming for the staircase. So you're just chucking a fire, a torch. I mean, we don't want to... We want to set the staircase so it... What do you want to do? The staircase is already on fire, right? No, not yet. No. No, no, no. Aim for the staircase! You throw it at the door. staircase, and door two, door don't even have to worry about making a roll because you can do a mic drop... <laughs> but he, you come over, you whip it as hard as you can, whatever, and fire erupts. As the fire erupts, the song, the chant gets louder. Ah! The chant gets I louder. Smoke starts to gather inside the house as the, the oil, which is has this, you know, it's greasy and everything. It begins to create this smoke, the, the, but it's doing its job. It's catching the the the, the, the staircase. The wood of the furniture is crackling and built, burning up. Noemi has, you know, another one that she's wrestling in the back in the hallway. You can see her; she's been driven out, but she's fighting no problem. Sid, you do see some. There, remember, there's only like 18 downstairs, and there was over 30. So one more is joining, coming down the hall with a with a, a scalpel, ready to attack Noemi. You guys can either turn and help her, or stay focused on the 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 pit below the the great room. Does anybody want to go help Noemi at this point? Uh, I will go. I'll go help Noemi. Okay, you go help Noemi. Back to Aveline. Aveline, go ahead. Make the shot. Uh, am I doing advantage disadvantage roll, sir? You are. You've been aiming, so you have advantage. As long as okay. you are, you firing both guns at once or yes. one pistol. Both guns at once. Okay, there is never advantage for aiming with double weapons. Okay, so I'm just rolling a straight D100. Twice. Twice, okay. Now, how many bullets are you firing? Because remember, there's this boom, 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 the kickback. Are you just trying to fire two shots into them? Because with an automatic, you can pull three times. Yeah, that's what it says in my sheet. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna do one shot per gun. If I don't hit or if I don't kill him, I drop the pistols, pull out the knife in the ter- in the next turn, stab. Okay, so you're going with pistols up front, one shot each. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and give me a roll. First one is thirty nine. That's a that's a regular success still because I have a seventy. Mm-hmm. The second one is yes, a ten. Is that is that a critical? That is, it's a, yes, it is. It's a critical. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. So the critical does max damage. You don't roll it. Whatever your gun's bullet is plus your bonus. Just tell me what that number is. Is that 11? Damage no, on 1d10 right? plus 2. So you did 12 points in that bullet. Go ahead and roll the other one. That would be 4, 6. 18. 18 points. <laughs> okay. Well, he has a certain amount of resistance. So... <laughs> His head kind of lolls for a second, stops, and you hear, Elieche. And Great. all of a sudden, you need to make a sanity check. Ah, my sanity is not that good. Hold on. Bummer. I rolled a 50. Okay. And I, I'm spending luck. <laughs> I'm Can spending spend luck. luck on sanity? 
Can't I? You know, I run... Mm, I don't think that's one you can push. Or you can spend. I think sanity is sanity. Um, I, no, I, I'd I'm, like... Okay, they're screaming off from the other room. Let her! It's like... <laughs> my daughter is in a zebra babushka screaming. <laughs> Faye is away from her machine now dancing. I, it's... Okay, I don't think you can. Either way, this is the situation. It's not... It's not going to change the outcome. It's your reaction to the outcome. So go okay. ahead and... Uh, this is how much sanity you're going to lose from what's about to happen. So you lose... Dang, I could have spent seven luck to fix it. Well, you only lost one point of sanity out of D8. It's a pretty big hit. So this is what happens to I'm you. I'm down to 42. Start. All over your body, oh, leeches, giant leeches, appear onto your skin one on your neck, one on your face, two on your back, and they just start sucking at your skin. And you and he starts walking towards you, Aveline. Like he's making he's not super fast, but he's making a move towards you and these leeches are pulling at you. So you have twelve leeches on you and you're going to take in damage six points six hit points of damage All from right. the leeches. So they're biting, they're drawing blood. Each one is about three to four inches long and about an inch wide. They're huge. They're, these they're just hanging on you as you're and you're like what and, and they hurt. So what do you? What's your reaction? You're faster. You have the dex move. You're up now. Your your hits definitely got him. I mean, you saw him lull like that was damage. Uh -huh. Um, do you fire again? You said something about going to a knife. I wasn't sure what you wanted to do there, but... If it didn't get him, I was gonna, like, during his shock and, like, stun, mm -hmm. I'd stabby-stab. But now I have leeches you on do. me, so thanks. Mm -hmm. Would it be weird to say a power roll to, like, kind of push through it and fire again better? Well, pow really is your spiritual energy against, uh, against um. a spell... If it draws against your power, this is physical, just attack. Uh, mm -hmm. It wasn't something you could have resisted like that. Plus, you're not trained in... Power is really weird. It, it won't help you in this. Okay. 15 um, feet. Uh, oh, come on, Dad. I mean, Keeper, I'm sorry. No, Dad you're, works. Just because, you're my father, um, just because you're my father does not mean you're going to give me easy time. But... <laughs> 10 feet. Um, she can't the chat. <laughs> She what? Everyone's saying in the chat, shoot him, shoot him. She can't see the chat, guys. Right. Don't say that. You're not even in the room. But they are <laughs> screaming at you to shoot when you're not on roll 20 tonight. So, which is kind of funny for everybody at home. It's <laughs> shoot the fucker and she's not there seeing it. So, what do you want to do, I've Aveline? Shoot him two more times. There you go. It's not good. That's a... You said critical is like... 94 and up? Yep. 96 I and got, up. Oh, well, 94. I got a 94 on that one. Okay. So the one shot goes Five! Errant. A five? I swear to God, I will send you screenshots. I don't need... That's fine. You see five. him get hit hard again, and he bends over for a moment, and he's got blood on his hand, and, he's look, and he, his head looks up at you, this ominous mask. There's... There's the eye sockets, the cut out of the plague mask of gold and black, and it's it's engraved. It's got this very ornate work to it because now he's only about fifteen feet away, and he he you see him pull up and he pulls blood, and looks at it for a second, looks at you, 
and then starts to go down onto one knee and he touches the ground. You're going to have to now make a power roll. Power oh, roll no. Yep. This is going to depend on what happens next. I got a 55 exactly for my power. So his roll is going to be opposed to you. Whoever's is better. So you just made it, right? I just succeeded. It's technically I have a power here, but it's it's slim. Well, what's your power? 55. 55. Okay, and you rolled a it's 55. Slim. Yes. Okay, so he rolled a critical success. I rolled a nine. Oh, no. So you suddenly feel the ground you stand on liquefy. Uh. You are being, you are literally going down into quicksand, into this mulch, just this, this, this mush of ground and, and water. He's turning the land underneath you into mush. So, your human instinct, I'm going to ask you to make either... Uh, you know what? I'll give you your choice. You can make a psych roll or a uh, sanity roll to show me how calm you're going to stay at the moment. Okay. My psych is better than my sanity right now. Okay, so it's only by psych. three points, so it's going to decide... Yeah, I'll let you make the, the, the psych. Okay, I got a... 22 it's like i think it's a hard success okay so you're staying you're staying calm the leeches do another three points and you're able to maintain your composure enough to fire the gun fire both guns without reaching out trying to save yourself if you want to take those shots right you can take Uh those shots again and hope that this time you kill him you get both. If you tell me you'd rather dispose of a gun and grab onto the ground or reach to try to get yourself out, that's another option. You only take one shot. And then you'll have some, you'll slow your momentum going down. Or you can give up your attack action, try to get out of the quicksand. What do you want to do? In Aveline's thinking, with every mind trick, these Ilfamilico and like this weird shit is capable of. Even though it feels real, she's thinking this is all a hallucination. So if she kills him, it'll be over. She's going to take the last two shots. You're going to take the double shot. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. First roll. Okay. Regular success at a 52 for handgun. And then the second one is a six. Right. I am not joking. Go ahead. Do the, so the one damage is already done. That's 12, right? Yep, and then it would be another D10 plus two, another 10 points. So that's 22 in total. Back to the house. What? (laughs) Back to the house. Please let him be dead. So the rest of you are watching the stairs burn. The Il Familico are heading to the, the wall. So the stairs comes down. There is a wall back there. It's got fire. I mean, it's 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 raging pretty bad on the staircase. Even some of the oil on the lower floor has has ignited and burned. It's been burning now for about 10 minutes. That's all going on. It's it's all happening and the chorus stops. And the Ilfamilku just stand there. They're not moving. They're not they're not doing. They're not advancing. Sid, you've knocked the one down. You killed him. Noemi's killed hers. They're just inanimate. They're Inert, just stopped. Uh, I look over my shoulder and I scream out. I say, "It's working! She's she's killed him! Don't kill them! Leave them! We need them to confuse 
to, to confuse uh, her brother. So you guys are going to leave them intact. You're not going around slitting throats, cutting these guys up, nothing. I'm, I'm sorry, explain, Sid. Well, the idea she said is that when he tries to control all of them, it takes a tremendous amount of concentration. So if he's trying to control them, it will take his concentration away from defending himself against Noemi and the attacks that we're giving. If we kill them, we basically take the burden off of him because the, he's going to have to control them now that the doctor's dead. If they're alive, doesn't it also give the potential that he can still use some of them against us? So we're not fighting just him, but whatever Ilfa Milico he's able to get going at us? Well, this is true. And, uh, so we, Lady, we, no, Lady Noemi, which, which would be better, to kill them or to leave them? Yeah, she's she's the one. Ask Noemi. Noemi says kill them. Faye takes her sword and she starts hacking at yep. some that are nearby. Catherine starts slitting throats with like medical precision. It's rather creepy. So you you, gotta, you lower yeah. each other you lower each other down the banister past the staircase because you can't use the stairs; they're on fire. Um, right. And you you know John helps Catherine down, and then he climbs himself down. Sid comes over the other side, get you know manages to stay away from the fire, uh, and you dispatch of all the inert Il Familico in this area, right? Push them down, chop the head off. Throw their bodies sure. on the fire, whatever you're going to do. 100%. Yeah, yeah, that works. Aveline, Mafuchi falls backwards, lands on the ground. Yay. You take another three points of damage from the hit from the leeches. The ground does not re-solidify. Oh, shit. You are now up to your chest in quicksand. The two if Familico are at the edge of the dock and are walking with scalpels pulled towards you. You okay. have an option. You can't... Do you still have your Eye of Ariamon? Have I you do. used yours? I've never used mine in this game. If you destroy it and never have it to share with anybody else ever again, give you a roll to get out of the quicksand. Otherwise, as they approach you, you're going to be into the fight for the end of your life because the leeches are working on you, they're coming. This doesn't look good. The magic oh, is not illusionary. If I don't ever give my Ivarman to anyone ever again, I'll basically be a sitting duck. And they, right. can they use theirs to help me? Because that's also a thing of the eyes. They can use yours in the future, theirs to help you. Yeah, but if I use mine right now, I can never help them in a scene ever again. So that would be very hard, but it would it would kind of... I don't know. I'm not saying like the eyes are jit get out of jail free card all the time, but it's <sighs> yeah. Um, I can't. I am down to eight health points. So if you don't start I... working on the leeches soon, that's a problem. Yeah. So I... you can take the straight luck roll and hope hope you get out of it. But you see uh -huh. Mafuchi lying there, and somehow these two are moving. Oh God, Arturo. Ooh. Oh God, it's Arturo. <laughs> I, 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 after the ooh, I think it's not, but it could be for me. Oh my god. I, I have to use the Eye of Aramon. I can't, with how things are going right now. Okay, so the Eye of Aramon, you reach, you're able to pull yourself out of the quicksand, and the two Il Familico are now on the edge of the dock and looking around. You know, they see Mufuchi dead, and Kayla off, coming across the lagoon. You see a light and a, and a flat paddle boat that's 
pulling its way towards, you know, whisking its way slowly towards you. And the two Ilfamilico are looking around trying to figure out what they're going to do as, you know, this whole thing is, is now confusing to them. They came, they were walking already towards Mafuchi as you were attacking him, but he fell and their control was like, wait a minute. And then Arturo is close and he's coming, but you are able to pull yourself out of the muck. You have an option. You can run and take one more round of damage and start trying to pull leeches off then. Or you can just start pulling the leeches off and try to save as many hit points as you can. Arturo won't be here in two seconds. It's gonna, plus he's at the, there's at least 100, 200 feet from your dock to, you know, where you are to the burning pit. But you don't know what the Ophimilical are gonna do. So how do you wanna handle this? I need to get the leeches off first. So go ahead and make a, give me a d6 roll. You outpaced my damage. So you're able to get enough of them off of you where you took no damage that round. All right. One more time. One. Okay, I rolled a two. So you take one more point of damage. The leeches are off. And now you see the Ilfamilico not heading for you. They stopped. They looked at Mafuchi. They turn and they're heading for Arturo's dock. Run back to the house. And that's where we'll close it out for tonight. Okay. So... You are in bad shape. Here? You're banged up. What's that? We're, we're doing this here? He's coming. Let's just kill him. Let's Not just a, kill him. No, no. The listeners can't go that late. It's late for them. They have to go to bed. So No, listeners, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, the listeners only. Listen, they only pay for about an hour and 10 minutes a show. They don't. This isn't. No freebies here with this group. We don't the, do the that. The commutes are over. Yeah, the, the commute is over. over. I mean, so. They need, to get, they need to get in the office. No, it's listen. You guys did a great job tonight. The diversion was phenomenal. And the roles were good. F- I'm sorry, Faye. You wanted to cry and say something. My heart is beating so fast. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, Aveline, great job. Uh, you did a ton more damage MVP! than a ton more damage than I anticipated. You possibly could have done. He had 45 health, and you hit him for somewhere in the neighborhood of 53. I think when it was all said and done. So the, cr- the yeah, you rolled. Th- what three crits out of that? I think thirty-six points were like in straight damage. So yeah, uh, great I still job! Rolled a couple almost fails, uh, and like it's just like critical fails. Oh, no, you shit, uh, so yeah, you you hit him really hard. Uh, he didn't even get his other two big spells off. He only had time to do two before you down Doctor Mafuchi. So here here's a real quick recap. Noemi's in good shape. None of you had to burn too many bullets or any that I know of. Uh, Arturo is on his way here. It's only has two Ilfamilico plus maybe a handful others that he could call upon. It's on. So she's going to run back to the house. She will easily get there before Arturo can dock to see what's going on. And the run back is probably about four minutes. And he's at least a good 10, 12 minutes out. So she just happens to catch the light off of the lagoon, you know, barely in the moonlight. So everything is ready to poise to do the big fight next time. Uh, Hopefully you'll be victorious with Noemi's assistance. And we'll see where we go from here. So thank you guys for playing tonight. Thank you, listeners and everyone at home. We uh, we appreciate your time, and we hope you had a good time with this one. But from all of us at the Bardic College, it is time to say goodnight. Take care, everybody. Good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.